Hi, this is Lady C. Welcome to another episode of The Critical Thought. In this episode, JT and I are going to be talking about what we liked about the episode on Oxygen, The Witnesses. You're listening to The Critical Thought, where we challenge our listeners to use critical thinking when examining the teachings of Jehovah's Witnesses. The public would be wrong to simply say that, you know, since they're not a part of this group, that it doesn't affect them. And the reason is very simple. The Jehovah's Witnesses are a very public group, putting over a billion plus hours knocking on people's doors. So this group should definitely be of interest when you're talking about a group that hides pedophiles. Okay, so let's get into it and let's talk about some of the things that we thought was very interesting about this program. So, JT, what are some of the things that you thought was interesting? Yeah, you know, it was it was a good project that they took on because it provides so much insight. Uh, I think probably two things that stand out, if I had to take the top two things that I think this series, uh, especially part one did, it actually addressed two of the issues that we have often stressed to people, and that is it's very important for people especially the public, non-Jehovah's Witnesses, to understand the teachings and better understand the culture. And I'm going to tell you, these individuals, and this is something that we're seeing more and more of, non-Witnesses are becoming very, very knowledgeable on Jehovah's Witnesses, their terms, how they apply, who they apply to. And as a result, it is literally allowing people to get an inside peek at just how this religion operates. And they demonstrated this literally throughout this entire uh, episode, that they had a very good grasp of the teachings, and they had a very good grasp of the culture. And there's a couple of clips that we selected because they really highlight that these people, they're starting to understand how it would be possible for people that they see every day on the streets, clean cut, this perfect cookie color image, and exactly what goes on behind closed doors. So here we have a reporter who clearly understands how Jehovah's Witnesses view people on the outside. They view them as being part of Satan's organization. In fact, as the Watchtower has stated, they consider 99.9% of every man, woman, and child to be someone who is on Satan's side. So here you have to consider, and they understand this now, that this is what is being taught to children. So if you have a child that's being molested within a religion that's been taught all of their life that everybody else is on Satan's side, that child is definitely not going to come forward. And not only that, but they realize that the way the Jehovah's Witness culture is when it comes to turning in pedophiles poses a danger to the community. Because the Jehovah's Witnesses believe that this person has been handled in-house. He's been disfellowshipped and then being shunned by the community within the organization. And after a period of time, they're being reinstated. And everyone knows, all professionals know, that just shunning someone is not being—the person is not being reformed. But I had a conversation with a police officer and he basically said um, on this same topic, because he inter- I interviewed him on, my, on our program, and he talked about how once a person is a pedophile, they're never reformed. This is the reason why the society that we live in, they have to get these people registered as sex offenders. People need to know who's living in their community. And the way the Jehovah's Witness culture is set up, 
they don't know who's living in their community because they're not turning these people into the police. So I thought that that was a very interesting point that he made about this them being a danger to the community. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Um, and what makes it even worse is that these individuals receive absolutely no type of treatment. Um, when you consider that either the victim or the perpetrator, neither one are invited or taken or encouraged to seek even professional help. And they leave it up to you. And yet uh, this is what professionals are seeing, how the Watchtower handles these things. I think the most important thing is that the people are seeing how the first responders handle issues like this. And this is probably very shocking for a lot of people because Jehovah's Witnesses have put together a very, very squeaky clean public image. And this just literally snatches, it just snatches the curtain back and shows people that, you know, everything that glitters is not gold. And that's what we're looking at here. Um, they were very careful in how they put this, 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 this series together. Because what they did, they literally methodically, step by step, showed you the process of how children, literally children, are groomed to do what they're told. How parents, because of their high respect for an elder, an elder asks my child to work with them in field service. And that's considered a privilege. And because the average witness doesn't know what goes on, and it works so easily. And the professor and, and, and the investigative reporter, I mean, they were literally on point with these things. And you know what else, JT? The statement that Professor Marcy Hamilton said that really stood out in my mind during this program is when she said, when you have an organization that is isolating itself from the outside world and demonizing the outside world, that is the perfect situation for a pedophile. Those are very, very powerful words coming from a professional uh, person who deals with children. Uh, they are able to look at how the society has structured its entire system around the issue of pedophilia and pedophiles. And what they clearly see is that these guys do not know what they're doing and they're mishandling this issue entirely. So, yeah, as we stated before, this was a very good episode. We enjoyed it. We feel like the public is starting to see more and more about Jehovah's Witnesses and understanding what goes on behind closed doors is because when I'm talking to people about Jehovah's Witnesses that are not even familiar with what goes on in the religion, they either had a bad experience with a Jehovah's Witness or they claim to have a best friend that's a witness. And they want to tell you, the person that's lived this life, that you don't know what you're talking about. And so this episode is really showcasing what this religion is all about. And they did a very, very good job in doing that. Yeah, so you got a chance to see the culture and how that Jehovah's Witnesses view people who've been this fellowship even if it's their own child that's been molested, they will still support the pedophile. As we saw literally as she outlined how when she walked into the courtroom, her mother and father both, not one. You could imagine maybe one said, I'm not going to court. I'm going to stay home. No, 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 no. Both of them rolled up into that courthouse and they sat right beside this man who was a pedophile 
while their child, who was molested, sat on the other side by themselves. And and the point, witnesses will support witnesses even when they do something wrong. And CJT, what I think about that whole thing is giving outsiders a bird's eye view of what's going on is the Jehovah's Witnesses believe that this pedophile has already served time when he was disfellowshipped. And so now he's back in the congregation, he's reinstated, and everybody's welcoming him with open arms. So now when she's going to court later on to bring these charges, they're looking at him and saying, oh, he didn't do anything wrong. You're the one that's wrong because this particular sister had been disfellowshipped. And so now she's not a witness because she decides to leave the organization. And now they're supporting the pedophile. And he's never even been brought up on charges with the uh, judicial system. And so the Jehovah's Witness, in their mind, they're thinking, oh, he's good people now. I, I, I think that this is important for a number of reasons. For people who are still in the organization and they are willing to take the step of asking questions, looking at information that they have been told not to look at, and especially for people who are non-witnesses. Because what this does is give people on the outside an inside, upfront look at how a religion that they have seen in their communities for decades that has this outward appearance of righteousness, being holy, clean-cut people, how they have a very, very dark secret. And that dark secret is how they handle things within themselves and among themselves. This is a perfect example. We often talk about how the witnesses divide families. Well, this is a perfect documented case of a child that was molested, went to court to convict the person who molested the child. And what do we see? Not only the mother, not only the father, but they're together. It's not like they had an argument at home saying, well, I'm not going down to that court to support that man. They both agreed this is the right thing to do. If nobody else at the Kingdom Hall shows up, we will be there to support the man who molested our child. That's absolutely amazing. The basic problem within the Jehovah's Witness religion, and that is the first responders, which are typically will be the elders in the local congregation, they have no training. They have no background in the things that she's talking about. And it's very sad because the society doesn't send the elders to a local community college so that experts can explain to them, if you run into this situation, this is what you'll be facing, this is what you'll be dealing with. Instead, the elders have nothing to refer to other than basic Watchtower and Awake magazines. That is the extent of their training. So when People who are in law enforcement, people who are in psychology, people who do clinical research, people who work for social services, when they hear these types of stories, they're like, these people are absolutely crazy. And this, once again, drives home the point why um, shows like this are so important for people to see. This woman says that the average age for reporting is 52 years old. person who's been abused coming forward and talking about it is like 50-some years old. So if a person's been molested as a minor, as a teenager, 
it's going to take them years or decades before they reach the point where they can talk about it. And so if you're in an environment that discourages as the Jehovah's Witness religion is, leave it, on, leave it, leave it in Jehovah's hands, you know, let it go, you know, let yourself be wrong. So you already, the average non-Jehovah's Witness kid takes them 50 years to come forward. Then what in the world do you think is going to happen to somebody who's grew up in an environment where they're trying to shut you down at every turn and every corner? So the, the problem keeps coming back to the same thing. The watchtower is the one who is driving the narrative for what elders do and what elders don't do. The watchtower determines what the culture will be in the congregation. And this is what we see. So, you know, once again, these types of shows, they are very, very powerful. Uh, For people who are on the edge, these type of shows will push them over. And for people who are standing back as non-witnesses looking at Jehovah's Witnesses, they now got some serious questions to ask these people. I heard y'all guys down at y'all church, y'all don't get folks out, even though even though y'all might know about it, but y'all don't do anything. You know, that's the kind of stuff you get. So it's this this is very good. They did a good job on this. It's almost ironic that he's telling someone to get off the property of the Kingdom Hall. Nobody walks up on more people's property than Jehovah's Witnesses. They always up on somebody's property. And you didn't get an attitude even when you got a sign out that says, no trespassing, no solicit. Well, that don't apply to me. That, 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 we ain't solicit. We can still be up here. So, <laughs> so here's a guy who approached these elders. And you can see how the elders got nervous. I mean, you know, the elders just got nervous. Uh, he asked them, are you an elder? Uh, who wants to know why? You know, did I do anything wrong? You know, so <laughs> he made it run. But he kicked that guy off. He didn't want to discuss him. And like I said, it's just ironic that he throws someone off the Kingdom Hall property. And I can't think of any group of people who enter onto people's property uninvited more than Jehovah's Witnesses. That's amazing. So why do you think he shut down? This is part of the training. Elders already been told. I mean, the elders have the letters. They know that the media is out to get them, the government's out to get them. And it's, it just goes back to basic Jehovah's Witness culture. Um, as, as, we, as we said, and as we said at the very beginning of the video, Jehovah's Witnesses believe that 99.9% of every man, woman, and child, and all the institutions, governments, and churches, and nonprofits, that these 99.9% of mankind are part of, Jehovah's Witnesses sincerely believe with all their heart and soul that they are part of Satan's team. And so anybody asking him anything, well, you're on Satan's team. If, as far as this elder's concerned, this was just like somebody on a football team asking the other side, can you give me y'all playbook? Let me see what y'all playbook is. It's, it's, it's just like that. It is an us versus them mindset. So anyway, so this is just a few things that we wanted to talk about about this episode. So this has been Lady C. This has been JT. Thank you so much for tuning in. But we invite you to subscribe to our channel and be sure to hit that bell so that you can receive notifications when we upload new content. Give us a thumbs up if you like this video. This program was sponsored by Critical Thinkers.